0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the AGB Podcast. I'm sitting down today with Chris Rogers. Chris is an entrepreneur in the gaming product space, but he's also been diversifying over the last few years into quite a few different areas of business. One of this is around environmental sustainability, uh, which is something that we hold very close to our hearts. Chris, perhaps just to kick us off, could you give us a bit of a quick insight into your background and what you've been up to in the sustainability space?
1: Oh, sure. Um. You know, i've been in the gaming industry for 25 years now 10 years out on my own with my own various interests um, early days starting this sort of distribution but in the last three or four years i've developed a number of different companies you know, one's a, a software Traffgen asia is a software business but i'm still involved with fab smart which is a small manufacturing business that delivers the fast action baccarata the venetian But in terms of the sustainability, I started a company um, called Kroll Kroll Enviro Asia, which is um, a partnership with Kroll um, Australia, um, where basically we deliver environmental products um, to help, you know, not just casinos, but, you know, various organisations with their sustainability, with the leading product being the orca, which is a food digester, which allows the diversion of food waste, um, you know, out of landfill and not only reduces that, so less trucks on the road, it, it reduces the, the CO2. So when the food is not being put into the ground, it's not releasing CO2. So, and we also do voltage optimization and, you know, we're looking at various other products, but um, you know, that's that's something that, that was close to my heart. I liked it sort of a, bit of environmentalist myself. So it was a successful business in Australia. And, um, and we, you know, I saw an opportunity to bring what they were doing in Australia successfully into into Asia. And we've now hmm. got positions in Macau and the Philippines at the moment.
0: And just, you know, I was, I was just saying earlier, um, but the audience has missed it. But um, I just thought it was a phenomenal amount, the amount of food wastage uh, just in Australia alone, and I'm sure other countries as well. Something like if you were to stack all the pallets of food, uh, wasted food, just in Australia in a year, uh, those pallets would be able to reach the moon. And just thinking about the the scale of food wastage in just one country of this entire globe um, is, is staggering, really.
1: It is. It is. And, and look, I mean, food waste in all countries is a major issue, whether it's yeah. Australia with a small population right. or... China with a massive population, and massive consumption. Um, but it's, it's also the fact that, you know, a lot of a lot of countries, a lot of cultures overeat and waste an enormous amount of food as well. So, mm. um, you know, and in terms of uh, eliminating that waste or dealing with that waste, the main option is to send it to landfill. So you know, that has multiple ramifications for the environment because, number one, you've got a whole bunch of food going into into the ground where it breaks down and releases CO2, which is not good, but you also have to truck it there. So you, you spend mm. an enormous amount of, of money and time and also, you know, polluting the environment with, you know, trucks and things like that. So it's a huge issue. And I don't think there there is a country. I mean, there are there are some countries in Europe that are, that are far more efficient than some of the other western countries but it is it's a huge issue so we mm. you know with our product the orca where you can digest the 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 waste not all the waste but 95 percent of food waste can be digested on site and mm. processed on site um meaning that you know you're eliminating a huge amount of um environmental um, elements out of you know out of a country you know so you know particularly mm small place like Macau very important.
0: Now Chris you mentioned earlier that a lot of your sustainability solutions are targeted towards integrated resorts operators in Asia um, those are the same people that have been dealing with uh, possibly one of the largest brunts of the COVID-19 pandemic uh, which may have shifted some of their priorities around how has that affected um, the rollout?
1: I mean, it's understandable I mean sustainability mm. is important and like I said I think every I think most people and certainly you know most of the operators that we've experienced you know have goals and and, and want to want to achieve you know a mm. lower a lower a lower or minimal environmental sort of footprint um but you know first things first they have to be profitable and they've got to make sure that their businesses are right before they can invest in sustainability projects so yeah it's, it's yeah. been difficult the last 12 months
0: i imagine that covid um where everything's now for safety reasons and health reasons everything's now disposable you get disposable cutlery and napkins and straws uh and maybe even cups as well i mean that would understandably take a huge hit on that um plastics and paper wastage problem right
1: 100 i I think i think the other thing that a lot of people are probably not realizing is when you when you look at uh, sustainability and you think about the, the amount of masks the amount of rubber gloves that are now going to have to be used across the world you know give you an idea hmm. it takes 36 sets of gloves to handle the vaccine from shipping it to administrating it into one arm so you can imagine that that's 36 sets of gloves for every single person that gets vaccinated and that wow. millions and millions and millions obviously tens hundreds of you know hundreds of millions of people that need to be vaccinated that's it's an incredible amount of volume of what is needed at the moment so you know those that really understandably hasn't been factored into a lot of things because people are just trying to get through get their heads around the COVID scenario and survive but the amount of waste that's going to come just from ppe supply it's it's I've got a, a very business partner of mine that's in that space and is supplying the gloves to and and the and the masks to you know various countries and it's 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 in the billions you know yeah and they're all yeah you know, they're all disposable mate you know they're used once or twice then they're thrown out and you know the the management of that um, you know to be honest mate talking to you now we haven't really even us we haven't even really looked at that and it's like wow where did where is where is all that going but it's something yeah look at because i'm just
0: picturing a landfill just filled with ppe yeah, um equipment awesome, but it's yeah
1: just, it's like 36 sets of gloves by the time someone receives the vaccine you, you do you know you do 100 people with day. you know that's 3,600 sets of gloves that are in a bin yeah and you know we're not taught and, and and the unfortunate thing with the with the um vaccine is I think people think, you know, this is a vaccine that's going to probably need to be admitted or will be needed to be administered every year because there's going to be variants. So you're talking about billions of people needing a jab to make the world safe every year. So that's, you know, how many people, 2 billion, whatever billion, 3 billion people times 36 effectively oh, <laughs> every year. Yeah. You know, so it, it's an enormous and, 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 and that's just to give the jab. That's not including everyone wearing them every day, just the hand of being in the hospitals. I mean, mm. the, the the amount of usage of these kind of things has gone up, you know, a million percent. Rightly so, we've got to protect yeah. ourselves. But it, you know, there's a, there's going to be another offset if you think about where the world was going. Everyone's getting rid of their plastic straws. Everyone's trying to do that. Well, then that's all just being replaced by gloves through the pandemic.
0: Yeah,
1: every straw that we got rid of, every every disposable cut cutlery that was taken out you know shopping bags out of supermarkets in places like Australia all of that work and effort is probably being counted by the amount of gloves that are going to be you know administered around the world there is going to be a monumental shift in in the amount of waste in and around um, those products Um, so there's no doubt COVID's affected the way that we the way that you know everybody dines, the way that everyone interacts, and mm. you know, unfortunately, you know, due to you know health reasons, there's a, there's also going to be a huge increase in waste in and around just being you know everybody needing to protect themselves. So yeah, I, I don't think we're we're going to fully see the impact of that for another few years, but I certainly think you know if you look at the end of end of uh, this year, 2021, there is going to be an enormous amount of waste in and around PPE supply, if you like.
0: Yeah, just changing track a little bit here, Chris. Um, you know, given your clientele is the IR operators, when do you expect them to really start thinking about environmental sustainability again, and not so much about how to keep their lights on?
1: Mate, it's a tough one. It really is. That's a, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I last year, I, I you know, in 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 my own mind, would have thought that Macau would have been well and truly back on track mid last year. Um, and, you know, when even when when the borders opened back up, I thought, it, you know, the uptake in Macau would have been a little bit stronger. I just, you know, I think Macau's done a sensational job. And, and, and so countries like the Philippines, the best of their ability to try to, con- to control it. But it's very, very difficult to say when, you know, when things are going to come back normal because the, the, the anomaly is, you know, if, if there's another... You know there's there's a variant virus and and you know things there's there's more cases come up you know i know sort of sitting in australia it's pretty well controlled but then out of the blue you know cases pop up and things get restricted again so I, I'm, I'm you know i know for a fact everyone within the industry and associated with the industry really hopes that we can get some sort of stability you know i think mm. chinese new year will be very interesting um, mm. See how things go obviously in macau but but right across asia as well and even even looking at the way china's dealing with chinese new year and asking you know some of their uh you know some of their citizens not to travel i mean again it's sort of unheard of but you know we live hmm. in in interesting times mate so i you know i wish i knew i really do but I, I don't i think it's you know you've got to take each sort of week each month at a time and and, and mm. look at the markets and and as confidence grows sort of hope i suppose that things stay stable for to give everyone more confidence to start reinvesting in their business whether it's from a sustainability point of view gaming point of view or whatever i think um there's a lot of industries that are relying on the fact that we need you know we need the markets to to you know to gain a bit of stability and and everyone to start getting back on track All
0: oh, right, right well thank you chris for uh, the chat today and um i really do hope to to see more of your uh sustainability products kind of coming out across uh, australia and asia in the future um i think there's a lot of potential and there's a big need for it honestly this world is not going to heal itself um and as we can see from from COVID, you know like impossible worst things could happen in, in the future that we just couldn't forecast so you know let's do the best that we can do for our, our the world that we live in um and and keep trucking on right
1: yeah definitely i mean you like you said you know it, it's uh you have to be proactive right we can't sit back and, and consume things and you know we, you know as you know it's a uh, things aren't infinite we have to manage you know ourselves and the planet and everything we use much much better so yeah we're a very very small part of that but it's you know it's all important everybody's got to uh do their bit so you know we're hoping that you know like you said things come on and and we can continue to to sort of uh help in in any way we can
0: great well thank you chris Uh, thanks again for your time um and hope to chat to you again soon
1: yeah absolutely thank you